Welcome to the Pillars for Purposeful Motherhood podcast. I am your host, Brita Wallace, and I am so happy that you are tuning in. So we have an amazing guest tonight, Karu Papritz. Um, and Karu is an award-winning author of the best-selling inspirational book, The Legacy Letters. Through his innovative literacy efforts to inspire kids to read, Karu was created, um, excuse me, has created the was I created. Read, <laughs> was created. He was created. No. <laughs> has created the inspire um to inspire kids to read I Love to Read and first ever book signings through his Karu Tube video series, which is so awesome. He is also the creator of National Thank You Letter Day and the world's largest thank you letter. And this actually received a Guinness World Record for the project. That is amazing. We're going to get back to that in a moment. As an educational thought leader, um, Karu continues in his personal passion to teach people of all ages about personal and global legacy issues. Karu, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here to talk to moms today. I also know um, that gratitude is the antidote to many of our negative feelings. So both of the topics that we're going to talk about today are so true to my heart and that link between mental health and gratitude. So um, without further ado, welcome to the show. Rita, thank you for having me on this lovely show and, and hi to all those moms out there. Um, yeah. I am a dad and I love being a dad, but as I was just telling Brita a moment ago, I'm a big mom supporter. So this is a really cool show to be on. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm so excited. And I'm not sure if you knew this, but I'm a student therapist, so I'm really big into mental health. Um, and what got me into it is because um, I'm just fascinated. It, it started with human development and I'm fascinated with how we learn and how we function and why we do the things that we do. And I have a special needs child and my goal is to help him thrive. I had ADHD. Well, I didn't have, have ADHD. I have ADHD. <laughs> Can you tell already? Um, <laughs> but my, you know, the way that it was handled with me growing up and there was just a lack of information and knowledge was really difficult. Um, and I didn't, want the same things for him. I want to help him thrive. And it, it's just really led me into like this fashion fascination of learning about him and his struggles and helping families, especially that have challenges. So, um, that's what I'm in school for is to help families, um, and marriage and family therapy, um, to really work on those, uh, connections with each other and their relationships that and the dynamic, the relationship dynamics that are, you know, in the home. So, um, and then I'm really big on gratitude when my kids are complaining and like, tell me five things you're grateful for. They don't always do it, but oh, I like that. Put them on the yeah. Ouch. <laughs> Let's not complain. What are we grateful for? Let's focus on gratitude. Absolutely. So I'm excited to have yeah. you here and to hear what you have to say about gratitude. Um, so why is it important to teach kids about gratitude, Karu? One of the things that I was raised with was please mm -hmm. and thank you. Yeah. A big please and thank you fan. I was, mm -hmm. and that sounds like really you're a fan of that. And, and I think 
like many of us nowadays, you're surprised at maybe the lack of civility or there's more incivility. There's not enough of that because I believe that's just um, an important part of the important mix of, of how we get along in this world and, and, and how we pay it forward with our kids. So tell your moms out there, this is how it works. It takes, 17,000 thank yous hmm. and 30,000 pleases saying it over and over again to actually get it to stick. Right. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, I'm, I'm saying that in humor, but yeah. when we say, thank you. Now, what do we say? What do we say? What do we say? And now my son is the biggest thank you guy on the planet. And then people say, wow, that's so nice of you to be so thankful. And I'm like, no, that should be the norm. Right. I agree. To have that much thankfulness and, and to be polite and all those things that go with it. And I believe that that, that starts literally with those two words. That yeah. to me is the bedrock of civilization as far as I'm concerned. Please and thank you. So let's just start at that point. Yeah. And how does it lead into gratitude? Well, just think of what a please and a thank you does to us when we hear it. Mm-hmm. Someone says thank you to us. And that feeling that wells up, that, that, that bubbly, happy, delicious feeling of, oh, well, you're welcome. And all of a sudden, the golden rule is really working at, yeah. at full tilt, the give and take of, of, of humanity when humanity wants to be at its best. And there it is with just this simple exchange of whatever it may be embodied in this word of thank you and or please. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. That's beautiful. And it helps us, I feel like, to be, to feel, it helps us to feel good, as you were saying. And it, I feel like saying please and thank you is just such a simple thing, but it's such a big thing. It's so simple for us to just say please and thank you. And it, it's very surprising to me that we lack that in our culture today, um, and especially with our kids. And I think, you know, for moms, we should definitely be spending the time to instill these words and to say them 17,000 times and 30,000 times. I really thought that you were quoting, but <laughs> you were giving me real <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's going to get out there. <laughs> yes, that was a joke. <laughs> right, no, that was a joke. We got it. <laughs> it was just a number that Karu made up to say yes. that it's a lot. It's a lot of times. It's a lot um, of times. <laughs> so... I, my sister-in-law, I think of a time when she was talking about like her and my brother-in-law have a really great relationship. And she was talking about it one time. And she said, from the very beginning of us dating, we always um, decided that we were and promised each other that we would always say thank you and express gratitude to each other. And I just really think about that often, how beautiful that is, because it really can make you feel more appreciated in any relationship in that mom, you know, child relationship, parent, child relationship, marriage, relationship, friendship. It's so important to use these simple words um, as simple as they are. They're so powerful. So powerful. And yeah. really, and I, and I know it sounds like I'm being over the top when I'm saying this, but literally the backbone of civilization is just this exchange. This is, uh, we say civilization. Well, let's mm -hmm. talk about what's the root word. It's, and being an author, I have to say root word to all of you out there. It's <laughs> civil. 
civil yeah. and what you are being is civil to one another. Mm-hmm. And anytime, I mean, and that goes along with a smile and all those gestures that go with that. But the, the act of literally saying that, you know, please. And, and here's a funny thing. So when we talk about gratitude, when you initiate this act of thankfulness and or gratitude, scientifically, yeah. watch this, you get a 10% bump in happiness. I think it's yeah. more like 30 or 40%. Mm-hmm. And it decreases depression right. by like over 30%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? It I mean, is just, amazing. Yeah. And that's this the interaction you have at that level, the gratitude mm-hmm. level, right? And if it yeah. starts with just those two words, now now you and I both know that there's a whole bunch more to gratitude, but yeah. talk about the building blocks, starting with our kids, please, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, big fan. That is awesome. And it, yeah, the statistics on that, they're huge. I mean, 30%, I think it probably is over that too. And you know, it increases 10% of happiness. As a coach, um, and I don't just coach moms, um, but one of my friends a while ago, I was coaching and um, she's a mom, but I wasn't mom coaching her. I was, she was in a really bad mental space. And one of the things, and whether I was coaching a mom or just a friend or just whoever um, that I had told her to do is to do a gratitude journal and a brain dump. Focus in the morning on what you're grateful for. And she was like, this is stupid at first. (laughs) I just don't want to do it because I want to feel the way I feel right now. And I'm like, well, do you really want to feel the way that you feel right now? But she, as she started to come around to the idea and started to do it, she was like, this is so helpful. This is helping me to really focus on those things that are good in my life instead of all the things that are going wrong. And then at the end of the day, she was able to just like dump down her emotions like on paper and like kind of do like this mental dump, right? Like, Mm -hmm. or, you know, all these things that you think about before you go to bed and just like get them on paper. If you have a million things to do, write it down, plan, you know, like just spend five minutes and get it out. But starting your day, focusing on gratitude even as moms, because we can get just all caught up in the mundane tasks of motherhood. You know, some days I'm like, do, 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 like Cinderella, right? Like I get to do all these wonderful things in this wonderfully big house. And then other days I'm like, this house is overwhelming and I have to do laundry again and all these things. (laughs) Like it's like it go, you know, it's really, the power is in what we're thinking too, you know, like if I think about how I get to be grateful that I get to be home in this wonderful house, taking care of these people that I love, you know, then I feel happier and I'm grateful for that. And if I'm looking at it in a different way from, you know, another perspective about, you know, I'm like just so irritated that I have to do the dishes today or whatever, which is a mood, you know, I think, it definitely affects us differently. So focusing on gratitude is so huge. Um, but Kuru, how do we teach our kids um, about gratitude? We talked about please and thank you, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, but how do we teach our kids about gratitude and crucial literacy and communication skills 
through the art of writing a thank you note. I'm just oh gosh. Well, let I want to go back just a little bit about just how do we teach our kids because this is another big part of this of how we practice gratitude. So my son has grown up with walk your talk, right? And walk your talk is so important. So, and I was thinking that the other day relative to gratitude. And what do we say? We say the the phrase that's been around now for the last years is, well, practice gratitude. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, that's like practicing for a football game. Yeah. You actually have to go play the game. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So I love what Gandhi said about truth. He says, truth is action. And I thought, all right, let's take that and apply it to gratitude. So let's say instead of I practice gratitude, say I do gratitude. Mm-hmm. What yeah. I mean by that is I go out and and do something every single day that is just that, whether it be in the moment with the kids mm-hmm. or my son. Um, and sometimes, you know, like you said, we all get in those moods, don't we? We all get we yeah. all go left and right and up and down. And all of a sudden it's like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Look at the bigger picture. I am so darn grateful for my yeah. son being on the planet. And then he's a good guy. And he mm-hmm. says, please and thank you. Stop, you know, end things. And now, and he walks his talk. Mm-hmm. And as a consequence, I still have to walk my talk. And so the biggest thing as a parent is, you know, to lead by example. Yeah. No matter what it is you do. I know you've heard it before. You've all heard that before. But man, those kids, they're watching. They're picking yeah. up every single clue. And if you're not saying please and thank you, they're not doing it, you know, and vice versa. And if you're not being a, a good person, yeah, simple as that. Or if you're not doing gratitude, as in helping somebody or or pointing out even a situation like, what would you have done with that? Yeah. You know, actually engaging them. I love questioning kids me too I just, oh, so powerful oh my gosh i learned every single day and it was funny and this goes back to my son being a teenager when he turned to like 12 or 13 and all of a sudden there was this this, this sea change right like oh i'm like this I'm like oh, crap now i'm but part of my friends here but i'm That's now okay. now the horse is behind the cart and i gotta, yeah. I gotta figure out how to get in front of the cart so I did a bunch of reading, you talk to people and so on and so forth. And then I realized, well, wait a second. It's all about independence, wanting to have a say in your own, right. in where you're going, right? Mm-hmm. So what did I start to do? I just asked them, I go, well, what do you think about this? And what do you think about this? And what do you think about family doing this? And what do you think about that? All of a sudden he had game. He had a sense yeah. of what he was going, right? He had mm-hmm. engagement. And from there on out, it's like, that's what people want. They want to feel like they're involved in their lives. Yeah. And, and it's a funny form of gratitude, isn't it? It's a, mm-hmm. it's almost like I respect you enough that you will and, and in turn you go, "Oh, you're going to listen to me?" All right. Mm-hmm. Then I will that respect and gratitude go hand in hand. Yeah, so I know that doesn't answer the, the question you were talking about, but I think that's just all part of the overall scheme of walking the talk, which leads into your question. And one more time, Rita. <laughs> <laughs> um, how to teach kids about gratitude and crucial literacy and communication skills through the art of writing a thank you note. But to yeah. 
just speaking to what you said, modeling is the best teacher for kids. And um, it's so true. So being an integrity and also, you know, giving our kids that autonomy that they're looking for and allowing them to have a say in their lives is so important. So that's all I just really cool. Really cool. And for those moms, I'm going to give you the greatest parent trick. If you don't know this trick and many, you well, maybe you don't know it, but it is the choice trick. It is the best. Oh my gosh, please. And I want to patent this, but I'm not going to, this is free of charge. This is all. Okay. So for example, I, this happened one time, my son is it. Okay, buddy, it's your turn to do the dishes. And you brought up dishes because we all we all love to do dishes and we find great gratitude. No, we don't. No, 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 no. We don't, we don't, no. Right. And I said, all right, buddy, it's your turn to do the dishes. And he goes, ah, oh, I, I don't really want to do them tonight. And I go, oh, okay. Well, you're, you're going to have to do them because that's what we do in our family. And he goes, mm-hmm. well, that's not fair. And I go, oh, did you, did you just say that's not fair? That is literally the greatest thing any child can say to a parent because now you're a true parent. Yeah. Little brain just, just uh, got the cogs just jammed. He didn't know what to do with it. And I said, no, please say it. Please say it again for me. And he goes, Oh, that's not fair. Oh no. I, Oh, please say it over and over. And he was totally threw him off his mark. It's like, Oh, I've got him. Like, that's not fair. Well, that's the way it is. And you know, okay. So you'll do this. You, you, you get around the backside. And so that's Mm a B. The second part is, Oh, okay. That's cool. So you have a choice and this is where Mm -hmm. it gets so delicious, right? Mm -hmm. You You can do the dishes and you can mop the floor. And you can clean the bedroom and you can milk the cow and you can shave the dog and you could, you could do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Or you can just do the dishes. Right. And their little brains go, okay, I'll do the dishes. Right. Brilliant choice. Brilliant. And we do this with adults too, but we don't let them know that we do that. So anyhow, that's the choice trick, but back to, <laughs> if you want to come in, I know we're going all over the place, but I'm no, having- that's okay. Um, I love, I mean, I just love it when the show goes wherever it's going. It's what makes it good, right? It's what makes it, it, it's what makes it, um, is when we can have just some real conversation. Absolutely. I love it. 100%. Uh, well, back to the thank you letter, right? Let's talk yes, about the, the thank, thank you letter. letter. I oh love it. Oh my gosh. Letter. So we talk about the basis of civilization and the thank you letter. And I go, okay, so shall we talk about how it came about? Thank you letter day. Cause we can come around to it all the way around full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Absolutely. So I, I teach, I've helped teach cursive at our local school. Okay. Cursive fan. And so I'm teaching the kids and I'm reading from my book, the legacy letters. And there's a, there's a small chapter in there saying about how to say please. And thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and real quick. So your, your listeners know the legacy letters is a series of letters written by this father who had never lived to see his kids. And these letters become their practical, moral, and spiritual mm-hmm. guidebook for the rest of their lives. That's and it's their fictional letters. And, and mm-hmm. wonderfully enough, it's one for both fictional and non-fictional, which is really just amazing. But in the beginning of the book, the father doesn't know he'll never live to see these kids. He's in a mountain cabin. There's all this sort of background story. You can go look it up. But yeah. um, he's writing to them at the first years of their life. And so please and thank you, very important. So I'm up there and I'm going, I'm writing a sentence from the book on the whiteboard like this. And I'm going, oh, baby, like, oh, you got to do this. And I'm, and I'm now, how does that look? It's, oh, that looks fine, Mr. Papers. And I can tell that kid thing like, oh my God, my parents are making me learn how to write cursive. 
<laughs> and I said, okay. And all of a sudden this idea popped in my head. Now I've done other things with the kids mm-hmm. with, of wild sort of fun um, community involvement type of things. So they're used to it. And I turned yeah. to them and I said, Hey, why don't we write the world's biggest handwritten thank you letter, make it the size of a football field. And they're like, oh, that is so cool. They're all like this. And I oh, I said, what? What did I just say? Now I got to walk my talk. I'm like, oh, <laughs> gosh. So we did it. But we made it the size of a high school basketball gym. Okay. Oh. And what it, the running joke is, what do you do with? Oh, and as a result of that, I decided, well, what the heck? Why do it one off? Let's let's make national thank you letter day. And so we did it November 14th, right smack dab in the middle of November. We just did it. It's, it's, uh-huh. uh, it's six year. Okay. We had 600 kids sign the letter. We got on the local news, so on and so forth. It got out there. And that was the first year of national thank you letter day. But what do you do with the national, what, what do you do with the world's largest handwritten thank you letter? You have to send it. Next year we sent it in the world's on largest envelope, world's largest stamp was stamped by the postmaster, sent through the system. When you take a letter of that size, it's literally 25 feet long, four feet high, took 20 kids to carry it. It's like a giant letter burrito. You have to stuff it in the back of the mail truck. (laughs) We sent it to our sister school. It's official. We got a Guinness World Record for it and got on the Kelly Clarkson show. But guess what? Uh I walk in to a local store and one kid said, hey, there's the big letter guy. Hi, Mr. Big Letter Guy. I'm telling you, I'm right up there with Santa Claus. This is it. <laughs> and, you, and you say, okay, now how does this apply to gratitude and writing thank you letters? Because we made it fun, mm-hmm. right? We make reading fun. We make all these yeah. things fun. How do you preach gratitude? Like, oh, you know, it's really important to do gratitude. And like kids right. are like, oh, it's an adult word. Mm-hmm. No, but writing a thank you letter and having them have agency in it, having Right. You know, they, they actually, the, the postmaster gave us 600 postcards, prepaid postcards. Wow. For the kids to send out and thank anyone they wanted. That's amazing. And I got one from my son that just made me ball. Oh. And if I read it here tonight, I would be, but he basically said, this isn't big enough to say how much, this card isn't big enough to say how much I am thankful for being in this family. And I'm like, yeah. <gasps> Oh my gosh. And and he says, thank you so much, Papa. And you know, like that. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) okay. That was the best thing. I did it. I did it. But what do we, so that's where it all started. National thank you letter day. You can go to national thank you letter day.com and check it out. And it's really, really cool because what we're trying to do is bring back this. It's not a lost art. It's there, but we, the idea of sending a thank you text, a thank you mm-hmm. email, it's one and done. But guess right. what? Here's here's the coolest part, Brita. Mm-hmm. Why does a thank you letter work? Because it's the time you take to write it. Yeah. It's the time that goes into that letter. And guess what you're giving? If the greatest gift, one of the greatest gifts you have in life is the time you spend on this earth, mm-hmm. and you are literally giving someone your time as a present. Yeah, yeah. And they know it. Mm-hmm. They know it when they receive it. And it's the best thing you can give somebody is your time, right? Oh, gosh, yeah. Kids too, and to teaching our kids that connection piece um, and just to give of ourselves and our time is so important and to just giving that 
tool, that skill, not tool to our children is just amazing into teaching them to do that. So we have a family or a little old lady that we go to church with and hopefully she's not listening. I just called her a little old lady, (laughs) but she, um, just, she randomly sends us letters in the mail and it will just be like, it was so good to see you this weekend. And she just sent my son one because he goes to Awana and he won crazy hair day. Yeah. And by it was not by any doing of mine. He was at his friend's house and his friend's mom put like fake eggs and birds in their hair. And it looked like this crazy oh, rat's cool. nest. It took like a week to get all of the stuff out of his hair. It was super cool. But she <laughs> wrote this letter to him like, it was so good to see you. I'm so proud of you. You won. Your hair was so awesome. And I don't remember all the things she wrote, but it was just this nice letter. And it's something that you don't get so much anymore. I grew up in a generation where we sent, you know, you had an event, we sent thank you letters. And that that's how I was taught. Yeah. That is not necessarily how people are being taught today. It is kind of I know you said it's, you know, like a lost art. No, it's still there, but it is. I mean, and we can bring it back, right? We can that's right back into absolutely. It's it's you know, they say, Oh, that's old fashioned. I go, No, that's timeless. It is it is timeless. It's not old fashioned to be polite. It is timeless. Yeah, look what a letter does and to receive it now. It takes more effort because we gotta get a stamp and we gotta find we gotta ask someone their address. God mm-hmm. forbid, you know, like, why do you want my address? Oh, just, just be quiet. Let me do something. I'm going to send you something. And you're going to like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but, but what, uh, and back to our, our 17,000 pleases and 2 million, you know, whatever. Um, the same thing with the thank you letter. The thank you letter is something we do. Like we, we have dinner together. Mm-hmm. We have breakfast together. It's like, Oh, you got to write a thank you letter. Okay. You know, like my son says, you know, you have to write a thank you. Yeah, I know, I know. I got to write a thank you. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It becomes, yeah, that's right. That's what you do. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. it becomes habit. It's been, that's mm-hmm. a habit in our lives. So, and, yeah. and talk about doing gratitude, right? There's yeah. a, there's a do. And how simple, how mm-hmm. powerful, yeah. simple and powerful. Um, and I love what a thank you letter embodies. It not only embodies, gratitude and embodies manners and civility Mm -hmm. and embodies politeness. Mm -hmm. And I call these, you ready? The four pillars of a thank you letter. Literally it's on the website. So when you, I I know pillars, I love, we're we're pillar people. Did you guys know? (laughs) I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's so important. And my, it, my six-year-old gets this letter in the mail and he just loves it. He's like, he's not used to getting letters in the mail from anybody. So he just thinks it's like the coolest thing ever. And I think, you know, her sending letters is helping him to realize how much he, you know, how important it is because he, he feels important when he gets one, you know? Oh, and, I like, Brita, I like that. Yeah, yeah, he feels important. He's like, I got mail, Ruth. And then he wanted me to find her the week. So I think it came on like a Friday. And then on Sunday, he was like, can you help me find Ruth? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll help you find her. And he just was like, this is her, right? <laughs> I said, yes, Jack, that's her. 
Yeah. Ruth, thank you so much for my card. He was just oh. so excited about it. Um, so, you know, I don't send thank you letters with my kids, but this is actually convicting me a little that like I should write thank you letters with them. Right. So that it just kind of, in, they're young enough. I mean, I don't think you're ever too old to instill this. Right. But like they're young enough where this will be, you know, if I start doing that now um, and making this a habit for, you know, them and our family to do it with them, then this will be something that they will do. And it will kind of change the, the bringing back that art, right. For this generation, it will be a start. And if we all did this, moms, moms, <laughs> moms, could you do that? Moms, come on <laughs> conviction. Make, oh. I'm not into mom guilt, but yeah. um, no, it's so, it's so good to, you know, if you have the time and, and you, you know, have these values, because I mean, I don't even think that you have to have you know, gratitude is a value. I mean, gratitude is just so important and expressing it and just like showing love, it is an action, you know, truly. Action. So yeah. we roll this die, this die in our family and it, it helps us to focus on what we're going to do for each other and how we're going to love each other. And it was making me think when you were like, it's an action, it's doing, you know, and um, so this week it's gifts it's gifts. And I explained to my kids today, like, well, like, or last night, actually, I'm gifting you my time by playing this game. This is because they just, you know, think that, oh, it's Christmas. You just give me all my gifts now. I'm like, well, yeah. that's not only what this means, you know? So yeah. and a few weeks ago, it was serving, we're serving each other. And like, we're focusing on putting these things into practice. And I think with anything that you want to instill in your children, it's so important that you put it into practice, that it becomes an action because otherwise um, it's going to, you know, a lot of times they're like, eh, but if you get to do it together and then it becomes significant and they have a purpose in it too. And it's so, um, it's so huge. And they see you do it. Right. I know we can say it over and over and over again. They watch you. I mean, for I do a whole thing where we talk about, you know, the digital addiction. Your kids are watching you. You're on your phone. All like, you know, it's like, guys, put it down. Guess what? That's the most important thing in the world. Yeah. It was interesting. The um, who was it? The the famous. Um, oh, golly. I, I, I should know her name off the top of my head. She was Miss Politeness and Landers, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it. And Landers. Um, and she was in the paper for years and years and years. And she would talk about, you know, what to do with particular situations. When she was in, and she was syndicated nationwide. Um, and she passed away a number of years ago. And her daughter sort of took up the flag and ran with it. And I read something one time. She was at a party. She's in Washington, D.C. All these big wigs are around. And she decides to ask this senator or somebody very, you know, up, up, up there saying, what is, what's the most important thing in life? You know, what's this, you know, one of these throw out questions, a big old softball question. And he goes, the most important thing is to be right with the person you are with at that moment and nobody else, because everyone else is everywhere out. They're always looking for their next right. play, their, yeah. their next action. They're looking around. He goes, look in those person's eyes and you are there with that person. And that person is the most important person in the world. And guess what? That is our kids at that moment. That's mm -hmm. our spouse, our partner. That's the person you're talking with at that moment. And literally 
ladies and moms and gentlemen, Brita, Brita is the most important person on the planet right now while we're talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so, I never like thought about it like that. And it's so true, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I would be like, if my kids ran in here right now, I mean, we would roll with it, I guess, but I would be like, yeah, we would interrupting important work here. You know, we would have a talk about that because my focus should be here. And it is, this is the most important um relationship right communication that i have going on right now this should be um the the focus and the most important thing so i just love that like the person that you're spending time with at the moment that's the most important and they know it too right you know it i mean yeah, I, feel sure. I this yeah. is it this is whatever happens from here on out and i think and that's that's another um act or do of gratitude right this this giving over of your time to this person because they're giving it to you i mean for for all of you out there this is late for both of us and we have kids (laughs) we have jobs and and yes but um but we both realize that this is this is an important um thing to talk about an important uh conversation to have and and we're just so glad that that we can that i'm so glad i can share it with through your wonderful podcast yeah and i'm so glad that you're here too and i think this is so awesome so say mom's listening today missed national letter day national thank you letter day or i'm sorry what did i say uh letter day national letter day yeah we don't even talk about those are the competitors so (laughs) (laughs) national day i missed a thank you yeah. <laughs> we're talking about saying please and thank you and then i didn't even put it in the oh my gosh <laughs> sentence. goodness gracious okay um because it's late for us right, yes, right. um <laughs> national so say so november 14th yeah so we missed national thank you letter day right what are some ways that moms can get on the bandwagon. Now we're not going to wait till next year, moms. We're going to hear what Karu has to say. What do we need to do? We need to start sending letters. Once yeah. A- you know, you know what? I t- so this is really cool. I'm on, and I'm going to go to, we've got Valentine's day coming up and I do this thing. I'll, I'll tell you, this is so fun. Um, I teach people how to write Valentine's day letters. Right. Okay. And they're like, what do you mean teach? Everyone should know. I said, no, trust me. People don't know. I'm in this class and it's like, they're sixth graders and I'm talking to them. And I said, okay, how many of you, how many of the girls in class would like to receive a text message or an email or a signed letter, handwritten letter from some guy that you really like? And, and, you know, I said, how many of you come on girls. And like, none of them raised their hands. Right. And I, and I said, okay, guys, what about the same, you know, with the girls? And, it's, uh, and I said, oh, well, they wanted to. I'm sorry. Yeah, they would want it as opposed to the not raise their hands. They did not want to receive an email or a text. Okay, good. So we, we finished up the class. And at the end of it, I said, does anybody have any questions? And they said, um, and this kid in the back goes, uh, Mr. Papritz, when can you start teaching me how to write this letter? Yeah. He was, wow. he was like, I got it. I saw the girls. They wanted a letter. I'm on top of it. Let's go. I mean, this guy was. Let's do it. Let's do it. I he saw the action. So let's talk about a thank you because writing and and the heart of writing a Valentine's letter is so simple. You grab a piece of paper out of your what your printer. We all have a printer. Oh. You sit down and you write down. This is it. 
no more, no less, three things that you are thankful for that your spouse, partner, girlfriend, boyfriend do for you on this mm -hmm. planet. And it can be something as mundane as thank you for changing the oil. Thank you for, for reading the kids to sleep. Thank you for making potato soup every Friday. Ah, whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter because love is in these quote unquote insignificant things that are hugely significant because we do them every day. Again, another form of gratitude. We're yeah. doing gratitude in a Valentine's day letter. So yeah. Making it simple, super mm -hmm. simple. Everyone can do three things. And yeah. so let's go back to the thank you letter. What's And all you got to do is do one thing. What do you think? What did this person say or do for you? Thank you for, and then like have a discussion. Mm -hmm. like, well, and, and instead of writing, people get the empty page syndrome, right? Authors mm -hmm. do all the time. Like, <gasps> there's the empty page. What I... What first thing you do is you talk about it. Like, what, what do you want to say? Well, I want to say thank you for the cookies. And I want to say thank you for doing that. And thank you for doing that. Thank oh, there you just wrote the letter. Really? I just wrote it? That was easy. Mm -hmm. Grab a discussion beforehand, get them to talk about it. And all of a sudden, it's halfway written. You're halfway done. Really? That's really cool. Okay, now, dear, you know, so-and-so, mm -hmm. and write it out. So it makes it easier when you discuss it first. Yeah. So that's the easiest way to do it. Yeah. 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 You know what I love about that kid that you were talking about is he was like, yeah, I get what you're saying and I want to do this. And then he was resourceful. Well, now you need to teach me. <laughs> like, yeah, he was on it. He, goes, it. He, That's awesome. he, he didn't miss a beat. He was no, like, that was the first thing. he saw those girls. I want to, I want a Valentine's <laughs> Day letter. I'm not texting them. Teach us now. Let's get on the show. Let's get oh, this. Show the it. Oh, it was great. Um, I've got to say this, we did something different this national thank you letter day. We did a challenge and this came up in a, and it was really cool. It was on in this interview and this guy was talking about, I don't know how we got onto it, but I said, you know what? I'm going to challenge you to write a thank you letter because it wasn't just for an act. It was thanking somebody in our past that yeah. had done something for us. Oh, and um, I recently, my, uh, the person, I cowboyed for a number of years and the woman that brought me onto the ranch where I became the, the, the head guy there, the foreman and the ranch manager, um, she passed away recently. And I told her how much I loved her and cared for her and all that, but I never wrote this thank you note, this letter that said, Thank you for everything you did, because as a result, I met my wife, I had my son, I had this, wrote the book at the ranch where I was working, all these wonderful things. And wow. so guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to write this letter and send it to her daughter. That's a good, that her daughter is going to be just so, yeah, going to cry. It's just going to be such a heartfelt, emotional, good experience for her yeah so here's something that not only we can do for our kids in writing mm -hmm. the, the action of do you know writing a thing but think about somebody in your past here's another challenge and a great way to start the new year mm -hmm. in a couple great. weeks think about somebody you might want to and even though this is going to come out in, in the middle of january i tell you what what a great it doesn't matter let's say january is the month of writing a thank you letter to someone in our past, who's done something for us and who's created us in a way that, you know, gave us a, a bit of knowledge that we never knew, or yeah. maybe it's our parents, as simple as that, whatever it may be. 
So, so right here on this podcast, we're challenging you to yes. the thank you letter for January for the rest of the year and thanking somebody. Yeah. I think we should challenge the the moms to since this there's two more weeks of January when this airs writing one week a thank you letter for the past for somebody in the past and writing a thank you letter for somebody in the now that you are in you know appreciation of because we don't tell people enough um and I think that I mean I noticed that like some things that happen in my house um, and this is, you know, that story with my sister-in-law earlier was what made me think of this. It was just a story that we had around the fire. And then I'm like, do I thank Chris? That's my husband for like just these normal everyday things that he does. Right. Like, and then I started becoming more aware. That's something I have to learn in, in school too, as a student therapist is (laughs) self-awareness. So I've been working really hard to become more aware. And I'm like, you know, I don't thank him for just normal everyday things all the time. Or so I've been more intentional and I try to be more and more and more intentional of just being like, Hey, thank you for taking out the garbage. Thank you for doing that. Thank you Mm -hmm. for doing these things. Um, And it makes a big difference in just the dynamic sometimes between us, even if he's like a little grumpy because he's human and having a moment or a day. And I'm just like, hey, thank you for doing this. He's just like, like you can see, like it just kind of, I mean, even if he still is grumpy a little bit, like he definitely, it just helps the edge off a little. Yeah. Um, Yes, it does. It takes the edge off. He's like, oh, well, thank you. (laughs) You know, and and it's funny because it'll catch people off guard, right? I mean, just just that sheer doing that act. I mean, it's it's so funny. It can just it can disarm people so quickly. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, Carew. Um, I just. I'm so grateful that you were here tonight. This has been so much fun. I can tell that you are just a ball and so much fun as a teacher. I wish you were my teacher. Um, when I was growing up, I probably would have done better in school. I did not do very well. Well, now I'm a straight eight grad student. There we go. Um, three degrees in, but it took me a long time to get here. So yeah, very cool. I'm bragging a little, but. Um, no, I, I struggled through school and I, it was because I wasn't interested a lot of times, you know? So I think with like, you know, ADHD and stuff, if you don't have a teacher that holds your interest and is fun, then that can be, um, that can be hard for you to want to learn something you're not interested in. So (laughs) but writing is my jam. I love writing. Um, and I just think that you would have been such a fun teacher too. <laughs> oh yeah. I would have challenged yeah. you all over the place without you knowing about it. Right. That would have been, yeah. those are the best ones, right? Those teachers that you just don't realize that you, that you're actually being taught. Right. right? For sure. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we um, could do that with our kids too. We yeah. can make, Oh yeah. Okay. And yeah. That's what, eliminates the power struggle a lot. That's what I was picking up on when you were talking about your son earlier is like, you didn't have that power. You kind of just made it into like this fun little banter back and forth and was asking questions and gave him a choice. And he was like, Hmm, well, that's not going to really benefit me. So maybe I should just do the dishes. (laughs) (laughs) You 
And here's the, I mean, it's the most amazing thing because ultimately you're winning, but right. they're thinking they've got a choice. I mean, I can't believe right. it. it's literally the, the, the best. Oh my gosh. Parenting <laughs> trick. If you have one trick to that's the one. Okay. Right. It yeah. Yes. It's so true. Um, but it has been such a pleasure to have you here tonight. If there was one more thing that you would like to tell moms before we wrap up, what would that be? Well, we've talked a lot about being in the moment, right? Yeah. Being mm -hmm. right there with you, with your family or friends and, and like this lovely moment uh, and the conversation shared with you. And I think it takes practice to remember to be in the moment. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's important to take some timeouts mm. and walk out the door, look at the clouds or even the snow or the rain, or hear the birds. Like nature is one of the most incredible um, gratitude givers because it doesn't ask for anything back. Yeah. And you just... Oh, okay. I'm above ground. I've got my health. I got my family. It's not as bad as with all the kids screaming in the background. You take your time out, you come back in and you go, okay, let's start over again and mm -hmm. be here in the moment and let's rework them or take them outside or whatever. But, but steering people and yourself toward, um, I don't know, people need to be heard. You need yeah. to be heard as a mom. You need For to sure. fill that well. Sometimes you can't fill it fast enough. Yeah. Uh, that's why those little timeouts are important. But then mm -hmm. also realize that, you know, this is for everything that we're not or we don't have in the world. We are really blessed and we have, gosh, we have kids and they're healthy and they're full of mm -hmm. energy and they, they're going to tax the heck out, of, heck out of us. But just yeah. realize now that my son's 17, our son is 17, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, that went by so fast. And you hear that from everybody. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it does. And it's never, yeah. and you can't have enough of it and you want more of it back. Although I'm sure if you have three or four kids, you know, yeah, we can, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can actually, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But, I have, I don't know. did I answer your question? I think yes. Yes, yeah. you did. I have three little ones and uh, my oldest is going to be seven in February. And I'm just like, how? And then I have a four-year-old and both of them, as much as I love watching them grow up, I'm just like, oh, time just stands still. I mean, even my baby, I'm like, how are you? I keep calling him a newborn. He's not a newborn. He's almost eight months old. This kid is not a newborn. <laughs> I had him almost a year ago. Like he's yeah. a baby starting yeah. to stand up and stuff. One thing that you said that I just want to piggyback on is um, people want to be heard. And I just wanted to share this because this just happened last night. There is some dynamic in my house where a, commu a, a lack of communication going on. And I pick up on this a lot. So my four-year-old's real frustrated. He gets really frustrated and so whatever he was saying last night, and I said, Oliver, I think this is, I think this is what really is the issue here is that, and it wasn't a conversation he was having with me, but I said, I, I, I've noticed something. I think the issue is, is that you don't feel heard. Is that right? And he said, yeah, well, he's not listening to me. And then he just went off, you know? So I said, 
What if we started using a phrase with each other and just say kindly because he was frustrated? <laughs> it's hard to be kind, especially at four when you're frustrated. I don't feel heard. Is that is that something you want? You think you want to tell us if you don't feel heard? And he was like, yeah. So everybody agreed. This is something we're going to say to each other and, you know, respectfully and kindly. I thought this was going to be something that I had to, you know, like remind them of constantly test them in. I yeah. can't tell you how many times this was said in my house last night and today. Oh, I don't feel heard to each other. Yeah. I don't feel heard. And as soon as like, and they did it respectfully and kindly, my children, even though they were frustrated, I don't feel heard. And Sometimes, you know, they want to interrupt and they're like, excuse me, I don't feel heard. Okay, well, you have to wait. I'm talking to your brother. So I hear you. Right. This could go two ways, but just teaching them the appropriate ways to use it, I think now. But it was very interesting to me how much, you know, like whatever he was doing last night, I don't even remember what it was. The answer was still that it was bedtime, right? Like, but he wanted to be heard. He wanted to be heard and he wanted to be understood. And he was okay with the answer still being no. And that's often what it is for us as humans, right? We want to be understood and heard and appreciated. So yeah. And, and to piggyback on that a little bit. And again, another great parenting trick was, when you're frustrated and a child, they don't know what to say. And I just said, and again, 17 million times I said, say, can you help me? Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Because guess what? As adults, we're even worse at that. For sure. Asking for help. Yeah. Oh, please mm-hmm. teach your child and then walk that talk. And I'll tell you, even to this day, you know, when he, when the son gets frustrated and I say, Hey, what do we, you know, what do you say? Uh, hey, can you help me with it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, no problem. Absolutely. And boy, talk about, I mean, talk about the give and take of, mm-hmm. of being heard, right. Yeah. That is, that's that in motion. Yeah, absolutely. So, I think Are this we- was, I think this was more, more gra- parenting than gratitude, but it's all, it's all the gratitude that we're thankful that we're parents. And that's the, that's the bottom line and thankful that there are great moms in the universe. And yeah. uh, thank you for letting me be on this wonderful show. Yes. And I just thank you for being here. I'm so grateful that you are here tonight and I am grateful to have gotten to have this conversation with you and, and just to have you here. So Um, I hope you have a wonderful evening and until next time, moms, take care and God bless.